On today's Winning Cures Everything, we are going to preview week number one. We're going to go through the viewing guide, and, uh, and we got some news and notes on what Notre Dame did on TV last week, viewership-wise. Uh, Nebraska tight end Eric Gilbert, Ohio State named a new quarterback, and a whole lot more. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host. A confident young man. A superb athlete. Gary Seegers. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It's Tuesday, August 29th. Ah, I'm your host, Gary Seegers. Of course, you can follow me on social media. Not TikTok. Or, excuse me, not Twitter. But you can on TikTok. And on Instagram, at GaryWCE, that is the place to find me. If you want my uh, stats and whatnot for these college football games, you can find them over at buymeacoffee.com slash winningcures. And you can also follow me on Telegram. I will give out my picks and whatnot over there. All the plays that I make for the weekend, I will have right there, t.me slash GaryWCE. Go ahead and check that out. Don't forget, Thursday on this channel, Three Dog Thursday, will be right here with myself and TJ Reeves. And of course, I hope that you watched earlier today, Tuesday and Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we have the BetUS College Football Show. And, uh, and we gave out some picks today. Hopefully you guys were tuned in for that. All right, let's not waste a bunch of time. This is going to be a shorter show today. But let's dive into it. Notre Dame and Navy on NBC last week. Standalone window, the only college football game, the first college football game. Yes, it was a blowout. We get it. However, 3.563 million viewers. That's going to be a problem for Notre Dame going into their negotiations with NBC going forward. If you are in a standalone spot and you are the only college football game in town, the only one that can be seen Anywhere at that time, and you can't hit four million, that's a problem, especially against Navy. I mean, this is a service academy that Navy and Army every year in a standalone spot in December does yeah, between six and 10 million viewers. It's massive. But Notre Dame and Navy in a standalone spot to start the season could only draw 3.563 million. That is a problem. Um, there are odds out at a couple of different sports books. And it says that the odds are plus 400 yes, minus 700 no for Notre Dame joining, wait for it, the ACC 
by 2026. Not the Big Ten, the ACC, I guess, as a full member, right? I mean, they're already ACC members, but not in football. I'm curious what that's going to look like going forward, uh, because if you're Notre Dame, you really wanted that that one game to do a massive number. Uh, and it, it just did not get close. Did not get close. Nebraska tight end Eric Gilbert. Of course, I'm sure you remember him formerly at LSU. He transferred to, I look like Florida for a little bit, but then ended up at Georgia. Never really played there. Transferred over to Nebraska. Uh, he was waiting on a waiver from the NCAA to be able to play this year. He joined Matt Rule's team and whatnot. And while he was waiting on that waiver, he was arrested on burglary charges last night, or I guess early on Tuesday morning, uh, for breaking in and robbing a liquor and vape store. He was walking around with a bag full of goodies that he took from the store. And I do not understand what is going on with this kid. I know people have problems, and I cannot begin to understand any of them, or say that I know what would fix their issues or whatever, but there is obviously a problem, and I don't know that this kid needs to be playing football. He's already involved with the teams. You could say that you know the team gives him uh, some kind of organization, right? It gives him something to do, something to, to keep him out of trouble. It ain't doing that. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the solution is, but... Man, this kid has got all the talent in the world. There's a reason why LSU, Florida, Georgia, and now Nebraska were all willing to give him a chance. And he just can't seem to put the pieces together. So this might have been the last time, uh, but I I don't know. I mean, you, you never know with this stuff, right? I'm curious what this is going to look like going forward, what Nebraska is going to do. Are they going to keep him on the team? Is the NCAA ever going to pass the waiver? I don't know. I do not know. Uh, next up, Ohio State named Kyle McCord their starting quarterback for the Indiana game this weekend. Now, they did say that Devin Brown is going to play at some point. You only say that if you know that this game is going to be, uh, excuse me, be a blowout, and they are 30-point favorites over Indiana. So you have to expect at some point they're going to get up pretty big, and you'll get to see exactly who they got, but... I think this is the biggest non-story in college football right now. Like, I don't... It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if he's starting. If he's terrible, they're going to take him out, and they're going to move to Devin Brown. They'll figure out who the best guy is during the game. Tons of college football teams do this every single year. Uh, but because it's Ohio State, it becomes a huge, massive national story. Uh, cheers to Kyle McCord. I mean, obviously, everybody knows the story by this point, or at least you should that he and Marvin Harrison Jr. were on the same high school team. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, next thing up, and this is the last little news snippet that we're going to do before we jump into the preview, but Virginia's top uh, pass rusher, Chico Bennett Jr., uh, he is out for the opener against Tennessee. And that is a massive, massive loss for that Virginia defense. That Virginia defense, uh, John Radzinski, of course, formerly Air Force defensive coordinator, he did a fantastic job getting that defense to show up last year. They had good numbers. Uh, that's part of the reason why I expected 
Virginia to be able to slow down Tennessee at least a little bit, maybe keep it within that 28 uh, the, that the spread is right now. If you, I know he's out with a knee injury. Obviously not his fault. I had no idea this was even a thing. Obviously, I did not do enough research. I need to, I need to figure out what went wrong with that because I try and stay on top of this stuff. But uh, that's a massive, massive situation. I think they got some other guys that can rush the passer, obviously, but that is... That's a big loss. Uh, I don't know that Virginia was ever going to keep this thing close because I don't, I don't believe in their offense. But man, uh, anybody that that thought Virginia was going to keep this thing close, I'm sure that he was one of the reasons why. I'm sure he was one of the reasons why. By the way, that game is now a sellout officially over at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. So, pretty big stuff. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, moving along. College football week one preview. We do the same thing every week. We ask a bunch of questions. I try and give some answers, but hopefully you guys will jump into the comments and uh, and toss me what you think is going to happen this week. But let's start out with this one. What will be the biggest brand game of the weekend or who will get the highest ratings? So I'm going to start out on the low end. North Carolina, South Carolina, I think it's going to be pretty big. I expect it to get over $3 million as the ABC primetime game. But again, there's a ton of games going on at that time slot, and this is not exactly a marquee matchup. It's two pretty well-known brands, two highly populated states. However, if this thing stays close, yes, it could do a big number. But these are not two you know, big-time football brands. So... I'm going to go a little over $3 million on that due to all of the other competition that's going on on all the other networks. Next up, Clemson at Duke. That's a Monday night standalone spot. The Monday night football game that ESPN puts on on Labor Day every year uh, is always a big deal. Always a big deal. Always does a big number. I expect it to get over 4 million viewers on that one. Uh, the next one, Ohio State at Indiana. This is the CBS 2.30 p.m. game, Central Time, of course, God's time zone. Uh, but that one, Ohio State and Indiana, I, I'm expecting over $4 million on that one. Ohio State, big-time brand, the first time we get to see the Big Ten on CBS. 
Uh, yeah, I expect a lot of people to be watching. Ohio State has a massive, massive fan base. A lot of people very curious, as I just talked about. Kyle McCord is starting. Devin Brown is going to play. You're going to want to see exactly who's throwing the ball to all of those wide receivers. And you want to see what's going on with that defense in year two, right? Uh, next up, I have got TCU and Colorado. I've got it going over 5 million viewers. That is the Fox Big Noon Kick. That has been the most watched time slot on that channel uh, over the past two years, if I'm not mistaken. TCU and Colorado, over 5 million. Look, Deion Sanders, big time draw. Now, if this ends up being a blowout from the word go, if it's 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, yeah, obviously that could damper some of the numbers. If this thing even remains somewhat close throughout this game, then yes, I think this is going to do over 5 million. A lot of people want to tune in, see what Coach Prime is doing. And, of course, the biggest of the weekend, LSU, Florida State, Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Central on ABC. That one, I expect to do over 6 million viewers, uh, maybe close to 7. We saw Florida in a standalone spot against Florida State last year on Black Friday. Now, granted, this is at the beginning of the season. It is a Sunday. I I think we're going to get a big-time, big-time rating on this. Uh, very curious what Florida State's preparation is going to be like. I haven't seen a ton of reports. Uh, obviously, I think they've moved because it looks like, and I'm <laughs> while I'm doing the show, I have the live broadcast of the Hurricane Idalia stuff uh, right here on the other screen. But, I, I mean, it, that thing looks like it's going to hit right next to Tallahassee. So I can't imagine that they are prepping in Tallahassee this week. But we'll see. We shall see. So over $6 million for that one. Let's talk about the most exciting games or which games are going to be the closest this weekend. And I am fully expecting UTSA at Houston to be the most exciting game of the weekend. Uh, that line is only one and a half in favor of UTSA, but it opened two and a half in favor of Houston. It's gone all the way through zero. I think you got two fun offenses, two defenses that are, uh, okay. Uh, but I think this is a big, big spot for both of these teams. North Carolina, South Carolina. It's a two-and-a-half-point line. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's about right. I think we're going to have a really tight game here. I don't trust either offensive coordinator, uh, but it's two good quarterbacks. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. South Alabama at Tulane. Tulane is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. My numbers have them by 12. I don't know that I trust my numbers that much early in the season. South Alabama, a lot of returning production. Kane Womack's team is awesome, and Tulane lost a bunch off that team last year. Who replaces Tajay Spears? That's what I want to know. Uh, I think this could be a fun matchup in New Orleans, so keep keep an eye on that one. LSU-Florida State, I think, certainly going to be a close game. We'll see what happens there. Florida versus Utah on Thursday night. Utah right now a six-and-a-half-point favorite, but that thing has been all over the place. Utah was favored by 10 at one point. They were favored by three and a half just a couple of days ago. Um, I think on Sunday, they were three and a half because it looked like Cam Rising wasn't going to play. He may not play now. I wouldn't play him, personally. This game doesn't mean anything for Utah. But I think it could mean a lot for Billy Napier. Uh, Fresno at Purdue. Purdue is a three and a half point favorite. Now, I think that Purdue could win this game by double digits. But these are two teams that are somewhat similar talent slash experience wise. I Fresno could find a way to stay in this ball game. I think Purdue wins the game uh, and covers the spread. However, and you heard it on the BetUS show, of course. But yeah, I, I think that game 
could could potentially be pretty close. I think it could come down to the wire. Which teams have the most to gain or the most to lose this weekend? Houston against UTSA. If you were Houston in your inaugural year in the Big 12, you do not want to lose the opening home game to another team from the state that just made the jump from CUSA to the AAC, the conference that you just left to join a power conference. I don't think anybody at Houston would be excited about this. I talked about it yesterday on the show about hot seats, right? Uh, The other one, Florida. Florida against Utah. This game doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot for Utah, but it could mean a ton for Billy Napier in Florida. So maybe keep an eye on that one. Maybe keep an eye on that one. Who are the most unlikely underdog teams to win? Or excuse me, who are the most likely underdog teams to win outright this weekend? I got four of them here. Florida plus 210 at Utah on Thursday night. That's one to pay attention to. Georgia Tech on Friday night, plus 240 at home against Louisville. I don't know that we know what to expect from either of those teams. The fact that that line is seven and a half, okay. Uh, I, I know that Georgia Tech is feisty. They won four times outright as an underdog under Brent Key when he was in the interim role last year. So I could certainly see him doing it at home. I mean, it's a home game, but it's at, at Mercedes-Benz. So I could see them getting fired up for that one. South Alabama, plus 210 at Tulane. Again, a lot of returning production. These guys have played together. They know what they're doing. I think they got like 19 starters back. Tulane, if they come out a little rusty and whatnot, South Alabama might be able to take advantage of that. I would pay attention to that one. And finally, you guys are going to think I'm nuts. But if you watched any of the team previews and whatnot, you probably heard me talk about this. South Florida, USF, plus 343 at Western Kentucky. They are an 11.5 point underdog. Western Kentucky has a a new offensive coordinator for the fourth time in as many years. They had to replace a couple of guys from the offensive line. They had to replace a bunch of guys on that defense. I, I'm curious. I'm very, the returning production is great. And I tend to believe, I mean, all the stuff that I'm hearing out of camp down in South Florida is that they are really liking this new offense. It's vanilla enough. And they have some playmakers that might be able to take advantage of Western Kentucky here. So, Uh, Pay attention. South Florida plus 343 at Western Kentucky on that one. What are the G5 games of the week? Well, South Alabama at Tulane for one. USF at Western Kentucky for another one. Already talked about both of those. But let's toss this one on here. This one could get interesting. Temple is a 10-point favorite at home against Akron. Now, Joe Moorhead... Fantastic job last year just keeping them competitive. They covered a lot of spreads last year. But I don't know that they got the juice to be able to keep up with Temple here. I like what Stan Drayton's doing. I like the quarterback, E.J. Warner. That defense came on a little bit late, and I know that they had a couple of 70-burgers hung. I mean, I, I get this. I get this, right? I just feel like there's something brewing in Philadelphia. I don't know that Akron is fully ready for that, but... I do like what Moorhead's doing with that offense. So, pay attention. I'm I'm interested in that one. Akron, a 10-point underdog at Temple. All right. Now, 
Let's go ahead and toss it over on the screen, and we are going to talk about the college football viewing guide for week number one. And on your screen here, you will see exactly what I am planning on watching on Thursday night, Friday night, etc. I have got three TVs in my house. And that is what I will be watching these games on. So I will tell you what game is going to be on my main TV and then on the other two TVs. Uh, First off, Florida at Utah is going to be on the main TV. I can't wait for that one. It's the same time as Nebraska at Minnesota that's going to be on one of the other ones. And NC State at UConn is going to be on the third TV. Now, on Friday night, there's not a whole lot of options here. Uh, I might have, because I believe it's at the same time here, we'll flip it over. Uh, Let's see. On Friday night, uh, maybe not. Where is it? Oh, that's Thursday. Excuse me. Yeah, there we go. So Central Michigan at Michigan State, I'm going to have on one of the screens. I'll have Louisville at Georgia Tech on one of the other ones. I think my main screen is going to be the the Confusion Bowl. Miami of Ohio at Miami, Florida. 6 p.m., ACC Network. And then, of course, the late night slate is going to have Stanford at Hawaii. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in uh, in Central Michigan and Michigan State. It uh, my numbers are way off on that, so I'm I'm curious if I'm on the right side or not. Now, on Saturday, and you can see it here, of course, I have got... Here, let's, uh, let's pull it up over here. Yeah, we'll roll with that. How's that? Uh, Boise State... Well, no, no, no. Let's start with the noon slate. Colorado at TCU. Obviously, got to watch what Co- uh, Coach Prime is doing. And Fresno State at Purdue on the Big Ten Network. Got to pay attention to those two. Now, when you get to the two, uh, 2.30 Central Time slate on ABC, you got Boise State at Washington. I want to see if that Boise State defense is legit. I'm sure Andy Avalos has something up his sleeve. I also want to see what they're going to do on offense, right? Uh, Dirk Cutter was able to do some fun stuff, but eh, I, I don't know about Bush Hamden. Cal at North Texas at 3 p.m. on ESPNU. That one could be a lot of fun, so I have both of those going at the same time. And then we get to the... Evening slate. Of course, UTSA and Houston is going to be around uh, Toledo and Illinois. So I'll probably have Toledo, Illinois on uh, the laptop. Probably the same with Texas Tech and Wyoming. The main screen, I might have South Alabama Tulane on my main screen. Either that one or Texas A&M, or excuse me, uh, Texas San Antonio, UTSA at Houston. Uh, So I'll have maybe that one on the main screen, South Alabama Tulane on the other screen, and North Carolina, South Carolina on the third screen. And, yeah, Texas Tech and Wyoming and Toledo, Illinois, both on the laptop. Uh, I've got multiple screens on that as well. So, And then finally, late night, Coastal Carolina at UCLA. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that one. But let's look through the uh, the whole thing here, see what we got. Ohio State at Indiana. I, I'm kind of curious what that CBS broadcast is going to look like. So, obviously, I'll, uh, I might tune into that one for a little bit. Uh, UMass at Auburn, a lot of people like what UMass did against New Mexico State last week. I'm kind of curious what that quarterback looks like. And, you know, Hugh Freeze's first game at Auburn. That one's on ESPN, so interested there. Uh, Louisiana Tech at SMU. Is Louisiana Tech able to get the ball into the end zone? And can their defense slow down SMU? Because I think SMU could run them out of the house. Uh, Utah State at Iowa. That's another one at 11 a.m. on FS1. Yeah, okay. How much scoring does Iowa do? Is Cade McNamara going to play? There's a lot of questions there, so might tune into that one. I uh, want to see Devin Leary's debut with Kentucky, so might tune over to that on the SEC Network when they host Ball State. 
uh, what else have we got here? Northern Illinois at Boston College. That's an interesting one. Let's see. Liberty and Bowling Green. That's on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Michigan hosts East Carolina on Peacock. I'm super interested to see what the numbers look like for that. How many people end up watching it? I doubt that they will ever actually give us the numbers unless it's just some ungodly number because that is streaming exclusive, so who knows? But CBS Sports Network has got some pretty interesting stuff basically all day. Liberty hosting Bowling Green is uh, the first game at 11 a.m. Then you got South Florida at Western Kentucky for that 2.30 p.m. spot that I've been talking about. And Washington State at Colorado State. That's the 6 p.m. game. That line was over like 15 and a half. It's down to 11 at this point. A lot of people all over Colorado State on this. Let's see. Along with that, uh, what else we got? Wisconsin hosting Buffalo. Eh, nothing to see there, I don't believe. Texas A&M is hosting New Mexico. Nothing to see there, I don't believe. Texas hosts Rice on Fox. Again, they're just trying to uh, get, the, get the brands out there. Oh, and then, of course, Penn State. Penn State hosting West Virginia on NBC, 6.30 p.m. Uh, that one I might have on one of the screens. As a matter of fact, I'll go on and add that here. I just, I don't know. The game doesn't do it for me. I figured I'd be really interested in this one. And I'm, I just, I think it could be an absolute blowout. And that's nothing to say anything about Neil Brown. I think they could win against a, a lot of the teams on their schedule. But I am so high on Penn State that I, maybe I should watch just to see Drew Alar's uh, debut. Maybe that's what I need to do. So, that's what we got. Uh, BYU plays late. Arizona plays late. San Diego State plays an FCS team late on CBS Sports Network. Uh, aside from that, I mean, you got a bunch on ESPN Plus and whatnot. Mostly, you know, FCS versus FBS, whatever. Uh, Texas State against Baylor. Eh, well, okay, what does is, what is the new staff at Texas State look like against, uh, against Baylor? Yeah, I'm very curious. Very curious. So, lots to watch this weekend. All right, tomorrow, don't forget the BetUS College Football Show, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, after that, I'll be back here again. I'm going to be putting out uh, some picks and whatnot, uh, basically just a run-through of the uh, the analytics, right, on what I think about the games that were not discussed on the BetUS show. So pay attention to that. And with that said, I think we're ready to get out of here. Uh, don't forget, buymeacoffee.com slash winningcures. Of course, the telegram, t.me slash GaryWCE, and you can follow me on TikTok and on Instagram. And if you've not already, like the video, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. Lots, lots going on. I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. Uh, Going to try and put out as much content as possible before the baby gets here, of course. Uh, but in the meantime, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and follow me on Twitter, at GaryWCE. If you want to toss in a question, you can email me, Gary at WinningCuresEverything.com. Make sure and hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.